Salutations, people. Salutations. Oh, snap. Hold on. About that, gang. Had to pop out for a second and put in a little comment. Fix this camera. Yeah, pin the comment. Boom, boom, boom. Salutations, people. Ooh. Look at that. Yep. All right, while people are piping in, let me go ahead and tell you guys a few things that we're talking about. Uh, <laughs> Extinction Rebellion, how to deprogram yourself. New Age Christianity versus Biblical Christianity. Freemasonry, uh, Flat Earth, targeted individuals, and stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Tim. I appreciate that, my friend. Um, as people are joining in right now, I piped that I, I pinned uh, that comment right there www.patreon.com forward slash freedom faction uh, so you guys can support the operation uh, the exclusive members program and you guys heard me talk you heard me ask you a question about this earlier in the week um, you know what's a better way for me to communicate with you guys because I like uh, I like that we're doing these Instagram lives I like that I'm hanging out and shooting a breeze with you guys but I also want to figure out like a better way to uh, communicate with you guys to you know like the comments the call-ins or the call the comments are cool but I want to do like call-in shows where people talk about all kinds of different stuff uh, maybe even schedule like an Instagram live where we have you guys join us and we actually have time for that uh, but you know in the comments right now let me guys, let me let me know what you guys think of uh, as far as different things for us to do to communicate with you guys some people suggested forums uh, some people suggested just that uh, separate YouTube channel um, I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll figure that out. And the reason I say that is because as nice as it is working over here on Instagram, I also want to figure out ways to operate on different platforms. Uh, that way things have different usefulness and different utility. Um, so yeah, join the Patreon exclusive members program. That's going to help with all that. Uh, if you guys didn't pay attention to the fantastic episode we did with Ezekiel Reyes of uh, Rev Now Revolution this past Sunday on Fellowship and Freedom, we talked about a lot of stuff that we're going to probably talk about uh, in this show, you know, how do you, how do you not work from anger? How do you not work from pride? Not, how do you not work from ego? Uh, stuff like that. And really turning your, turning your, your, turning your problems into assets, figuring out a way to uh, transmute negativity into positive action. Uh, so if you guys didn't listen to that exclusive members, you guys can, because it's already on your guys' feed. Uh, but for everybody else that will be coming out next week or the week after next, uh, we're going to be releasing the episode we did with uh, Carolina Rocha, uh, Architect Goddess. We're going to be releasing that this week as well. My chicken just pecked my window, so I just like I might have to go smack that chicken real quick. Um, <laughs> also, we are going to be doing a paranormal perspective episode for for our main transmission, and we might just have like a call-in episode uh, the following Sunday. Um, that that same Sunday, where you guys can call in and talk about your your experiences as well. Uh, for people that don't know, the Paranormal Perspective is essentially a user submitted stories volume or user submitted series that people have submitted their stories to, uh, where they have, you know, UFO encounters, ghost encounters, beast uh, beast people encounters, uh, interdimensional travels, astral projection. It's really it, it's really really phenomenal to me. Uh, it was the main reason why I started the podcast in general is because I wanted to create a forum or at least a platform for people who had strange experiences 
and to see it have like at least eight volumes from from some of the stories we've been sent to some of what people have called in, it is a fantastic thing to trip down. So if you guys are curious about that, I'll put the link for that in the description bar below. I really, really like it. Um, and I've really been contemplating this too. This is the last update, and I'll get into the topics. Uh, I've, I've really been contemplating lately, because Liberation Legion has kind of taken off uh, a page of its own, or at least a feel of its own. I've really, really been contemplating doing like an episode where we cover that specific content. Uh, I think everybody can see what's going on with the news, where things are going, and we'll talk about some of that stuff as well. But I want to switch gears uh, with what we're doing as far as on the podcast with the content and the way that we're covering things. Uh, so just keep that in mind. <coughs> keep that in mind. So for people that are tuning in right now, uh, let me just fly through some of the topics that we're going to be talking about, and then I'll get into uh, this intro stuff, and we'll go from there. We're going to be talking about Extinction Rebellion, the protests in Chile, in Chile, uh, Lebanon, uh, how to deprogram yourself, New Age Christianity versus Biblical Christianity, Freemasonry, uh, Flat Earth, maybe, and targeted individuals. So we have, a, and, and, and there's subtopics and things like that in between uh, that we're going to discuss, but that's the general summary. And so uh, before we get into things, I kind of wanted to talk about real quick, you know, working in pride and working in ego. So last week you guys kind of saw me, I was not doing hot. I, I didn't upload uh, last week's transmission because I was over here yelling at people in the comments, calling all kinds of people scumbags, really, really not being my most presentable self. I won't lie to you. Um, and I think that's important not only for you guys to see, but for me to also come back and address, you know, there's going to be people in your life that are going to test you and that's what it is. It's, it's merely a test. And sometimes you might think you're coming out on top. You end up being, a, you end up failing. You end up falling flat on your face uh, simply because you're not aware of what's going on, uh, and you can't really let you can't really bog down to people's level too, and, you know. And that that ties into what we're going to be talking about as well. Uh, who are you trying to prove? Learning limitations so that you can exceed them, and having a positive inner dialogue. And many people don't really understand these very simple things. Um, I think the simplest way for me to just kind of encapsulate all that stuff is, you know. <laughs> it's how you carry yourself. It's how you talk to yourself. It's how you communicate with other people. You may not think these things are important, but as you go through life, you know, if you have no respect for yourself, how can you recognize respect for other people? How can you extend that respect for other people as well? Uh, and that's a major part in where we're going today. They're preaching tolerance instead of respect. And that's why we don't really have a concept of respect. It's, it's just like a, it's just like a, it's, it's like a it's a word that people get tattooed on their body. They have no understanding of these things, you see. Uh, and so, you know, I think I think that'll be a good way for us to just kind of get into this. I wanted to really apologize for how I was doing things last week and at the same time, thank you, um, and at the same time, really say that these I'm, I'm a human being for one, but these things happen, man. Like you're gonna you're gonna be down on yourself and you can't stay there. I was talking about this with this dude at the gym. You know, you're allowed to give yourself at least a single day, and then you got to get back up on the horse. It must be nice that all these people have time to explore their feelings. I don't got that kind of time. The Lord didn't give me that that that, <laughs> that blessing. I have to sit up over here and do work and make things happen. Uh, and with that being said, let's get into this content. Uh, so if you guys didn't listen to the last podcast episode I did, I gave an entire segment, the climate extinction segment, uh, to specifically addressing the Extinction Rebellion group. Now, people don't really know who Extinction Rebellion is. Imagine like a eco 
environmentally uh, conscious or environmentally oriented Antifa. And I've been saying this for a while now. We're going to have to watch out for the eco-fascists, watch out for the eco-socialists, and walk out, watch out for these eco-extremists. Uh, and if you guys, <laughs> if you, I'll try to summarize what we went over in the podcast episode. Uh, in Greta Thunberg's infamous speech at the UN, she talked about how we will watch you, right? And in that very same episode, I talked about how the EMF says that carbon tax is the, is the most effective way uh, to, to, to combat climate change. And then I went on further to say that they're going to combine uh, the technological industry with the environmental industry to literally watch, and we're talking about resource management at this point, to literally watch people's uh, resource consumption as well as production, the greenhouse gas emissions, uh, your, your carbon footprint, and so much more. Now, Extinction Rebellion is the Antifa aspect, the Antifa ground troop aspect of this. You guys might have seen all kinds of different protests that they were doing around the world. When I was doing the episode, I merely covered how they were in uh, how they were in New York City. They were at Times Square, and then they were also in uh, uh, I think I think it, I think it was Canada. No, it was London. It was London. But then I went on to actually read the article and get into more depth about the information about how they were located in fifty six different countries, all all of the continents. And so, what happens whenever you have Antifa or Antifa like people in all kinds of different continents? conscious about, like I said, your greenhouse gas emissions, uh, your carbon footprint, what you're doing, whether or not you care about the environment. And think about it. This stuff is just happening right now. They're just now getting online. And I'll, I'll, if you guys really didn't listen to the episode, I would definitely recommend you guys go do it. Go back and listen to the climate extinction uh, aspect or the, the climate extinction segment of the episode. I went into extreme depth about it because it's a very real thing. This is where uh, the, the Agenda 21 comes in. This is where Agenda 2030, the sustainable development, uh, scientific dictatorship, literally watching and monitoring uh, your consumption versus your production. You guys may have noticed uh, that yesterday we posted about how California pa Power, Gas, and Electric told people within California that you guys are going to be going on without power for almost 10 years. They're going to be cutting power and doing all kinds of strange stuff like that. If you guys have been listening to the show, I've talked about how they're signing up with... Uh, uh, with Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, the United Nations, and so much more to get Los Angeles' own version of the Green New Deal. Now, why am I talking about all these things? Because it's supposed to be environmentally conscious, environmentally aware. As I said before, you had AOC running around the entire world, or at least the entire country, uh, telling people, hey, sign up for my Green New Deal. The whole point of this is to, again, have people be aware of what they're consuming, what they're producing, getting us in that 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 resource management aspect. Now, I <laughs> I have no problem. I have no problem cutting back on on the things that I do so that it can help the next generation. But what I do have a problem with is with it being mandated, with it being like enforced, and that's what Extinction Rebellion basically represents. I didn't get around to posting it uh, last week, but their leaders said that their whole point behind having Extinction Rebellion was to essentially topple heterosexuality. You heard them also talk about ending governments, bringing it down. And so if you guys really didn't listen to that episode, I, would, I, I hate to kind of just like push it that way and plug the episode, but I really did drill it down to facts, every single thing that's going on with Extinction Rebellion. But I wanted to lead in with that, talking about the protests and the civil unrest and the destabilization that's going on worldwide. Uh, you guys may have noticed that we posted about Chile being essentially in a state of martial law uh, it, it seems like what over like tr over like transit fare 
right? I, I, over over the fair, over, over people literally wanting to have lower prices, people getting fired up and getting up and, and, and up in arms, getting in this uproar. Uh, and all that could really make me start thinking again is what's going on in Venezuela. So we have, we, we, I just want to take a break real quick from going into these, going into the facts. Think about this. We have worldwide civil unrest, worldwide destabilization. We already see what's going on in Venezuela. Look at what happened earlier in the year uh, with, with the yellow vest protests carrying over from last year. Uh, look at what's going on now in Lebanon, Chile. Look at what's going on. This is, this is the, the, the spirit of revolution has literally leaked out around the entire world. I mean, good Lord, how can I forget what's going on in, in Hong Kong right now? You see what I'm saying? But let's, let's get back into that. People have to understand that this is the time of change. This is the time of revolution. And you have to be very, very cautious about what's going on and who is telling certain people what to do uh, and why these things are going to go on. So prayers for Chile, and I hope, that they, I, I hope things will get figured out. Uh, we also saw that there were protests in Lebanon, that it was political, that the corruption became so abundant and so so prevalent that they decided to start going up in arms. And so I don't really have a full grasp on what's really going on in Lebanon, so I don't really want to lead you guys astray about that. Uh, and I'll probably do a little bit more digging in the Lebanon situation for this week's episode. Uh, but I didn't, even, I didn't even put this here as well uh, with, with Donald Trump. Saying he's going to pull out, pull out of like what? Pull out of Syria, or he's going to pull out of Iran, and then no, he's going to pull out of Syria, but leave troops in Iran to like watch the oil, and so you have like I think Iranians getting like like it's 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 crazy, it's crazy. Um, there's a lot of social and political upheaval going on, and I'm really trying to do my best to figure it out. So I don't really want to, I don't really want to speak on stuff that I don't know. It's the simplest thing I can say, uh, but. To, to encapsulate that, that, that entire little segment with Extinction Rebellion, the protests in Chile, the protests in Lebanon, the protests in Hong Kong, uh, getting, getting out of the Middle East, we'll see what that means, uh, and so much more, this is, this is crazy. And so this is, this is the time to change. And I wanted to start this segment off talking about that because this is all part of the agenda. Uh, this is why you have the whole debate between nationalism, globalism, regionalism, and all this other stuff being discussed. And this is, this is, these are the foundations of the new world order or, or, or where we're going. Uh, so to finish off these protests and all these other things that are going on, let's talk about growing your own food. How many people here grow their own food? Just give us like a thumbs up or like a little, little heart emoji or something like, or just tell me, you know, what type of food you guys are growing. I'm growing cucumbers, tomatoes, corn. Uh, broccoli, which is weird. Um, yeah, and I have to harvest those here too in a second. And I have to try to figure out how to save some of the seeds uh, for next year because that was just like the starting crop that I wanted to do. I got like a whole few acres over here that I want to start using to try to do stuff, but that means I got to get out here in the yard and come up with a crazy old system. But that's a different discussion for a different day. Uh, how many people here are actually growing their own food? And that's important because. Uh, some people are saying corn, basil, they're still learning. Ha ha ha. Rob the grouper man says that he's growing some hemp and marijuana. You know, I grow vegetable matter. Some uh, Lady Kendall says that she's growing aloe vera. I have some of these aloe vera plants here too. Um, 
Why is growing your own food important? And why are we talking about that after talking about a season of civil unrest and destabilization? A lot of, uh, a lot of what's going to happen here in the future with the socio-political and economic unrests that are going to come, it's going to come from what I was talking about at the start of the show. Uh, you know, with, with, with the resource management. This is why you've seen them actually criminalize, uh, criminalize having your own garden, having, having your own, uh, having your own fruit garden, having your own herb garden. Uh, that this is why you've literally seen them kind of criminalize being agrarian, getting involved in urbanology. But the funny thing is, is they'll, they'll mainstream it. That's what's very weird. Uh, but this is all a part of the climate change agenda 21, uh, agenda that's supposed to take place is to domesticate people instead of giving them the tools that they need to uplift themselves up. Whitney, uh, Whitney EFL right there says that it's medicine. Yeah, I'll be honest with you guys. For people that have been listening to the podcast for quite some time, you've heard me literally transform from some dude that eats steak and potatoes, carne asada fries, enchiladas, and all this other stuff to talking about blueberry smoothies and eating a handful of cherries if I want to go to sleep or having a handful of nuts because I'm getting my muscles are getting tired and I need the magnesium from it. It's like, what the fuck? And that trips me out. But it, it's true. It's medicine. Fruit and, uh, fruit and plants are your medicine. But because people don't really, you know, know these things, we want to go to McDonald's, get like a McDouble, hit up Chick-fil-A, you know, give me a chicken sandwich or something like that. We don't really take the time to understand the importance of growing your food. Uh, one of the things I had talked about with Ezekiel Reyes of, of uh, I want to say Ezekiel Reyes of Black Sun Organite, but Ezekiel Reyes of Revolution, whenever he was talking about making his own, uh, his own, his own uh, Oregon pyramids, we were talking about putting your intentions and praying your intentions over things. We've had Ashley Rogers of Your Naturopath Ash on as well to talk about praying over your food and literally giving it that love, praying over a meal. But that goes back to growing your own food, seeing your progress, seeing where you're putting your time and your energy, learning how to do these things. I'll be right. I'll be honest with you guys. There's, there's no way I'm a farmer. There's no way I'm a gardener. There's no way I'm like an herbalist or any of these types of things. But I tell you what, I let failure be my teacher. I get out there. I fail so many times that I learn what to not do, and then I teach myself everything else. But why is it important to grow your own food? Why are we talking about this? Like I said, on the heels of of, of this socio-political and socio-economic uh, upheaval that we see taking place. You notice that as people that can take care of themselves, growing their own food, filtering their own water, uh, living, living, in the, and I have to use their words, using their own sustainable lifestyle, it's those type of people that don't really worry about all this bull crap. They're not affected because they can take care of yourself. So to put a pin in this, this is why I said the whole point is to get us domesticated and get us back into society because they can control us there. That's the whole point behind smart cities. That's the whole point behind dumbing us down. Uh, we're we're going to be talking about next how to deprogram yourself. That's it, dude. Get out there in nature. Spend more time with your plants. Spend more time right there. Uh, seven art, several, uh, seven liberal arts 13 says get off grid. Yes, get out there. Spend time in nature. Get out there. Spend some time with yourself. You see, don't, don't, because <laughs> I have to switch. We're, we're going to be talking about other things now. Don't let your phone and the content that you're consuming program you to do things that you don't want to do. They're like, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Uh, uh, I, have to, I have to discipline myself 
to stop posting sometimes. Good Lord, there's so much news. I have at least like a hundred different outlets. There's so much stuff going on. I can only post so many different things. But it, it, you have to learn to discipline yourself. You have to learn to program yourself. Engage what's good for you. Read several books. Get out there in nature. Like I said, learn to grow, learn to grow your own food. Learn to engineer things. Learn to, learn to build things. We as humans are not meant to be living in this automated every, nanny state, everything is paid for, everything is made for you type of life. This is, this is, this is like this, that's why I trip out on this whole uh, everything is free concept. That's not how you're supposed to work. You're supposed to experience adversity, hardships, and grow through this. How do you deprogram yourself? What were you told, you see? Uh, what, how did you grow up? How did your parents raise you, right? And did you raise yourself after that? Did you teach yourself anything on top of what you were told to think? You guys think I sat up over here and who the hell told me all of this? Who the hell told me everything I'm trying to tell you? These are certain things you have to teach yourself. You have got to deprogram yourself. And if that means drawing, that was one of the things we discussed with Ezekiel Reyes on the show, creating, uh, working that creative energy. Uh, one of the things I had talked about with him, and I think this is a good way to explain this because I'm sure everybody feels this way. Because we were talking about indigo children, you know, the rainbow tribe, the warrior tribe, you know, manifesting divine energy here into the physical plane. And that's what he was saying. He felt like he was doing by creating the Oregon pyramid. How do you deprogram yourself? You begin to realize that you have other aspects and other abilities that other people don't have. But if you continue trying to be trying to be somebody else, you will never access your genius. You have to deprogram yourself because people are trying to profiteer off of your ignorance. They're trying to profiteer off of your laziness. Give them Netflix and Grubhub and they'll never revolt, you see. But that's the idea. People don't understand that on the internet, with the way things are these days, you can literally create more than you think. But because you don't take the time to actually learn who you are and build different things, try, like I said before, let failure be your teacher. You're afraid to deprogram yourself. Social media is nothing but that. It's nothing but a massive social engineering project. It's nothing but a massive mind control device. And what you watch, what you listen to, what you like, what you comment under, these are all things that leave lasting impressions in your brain. And that's why regardless, every week I try to come here and talk to you guys about different ways to do just that. How to deprogram yourself. How to not get caught up in this nonsense. How to learn to think for yourself. How to, how to connect with other people. That's what we got to talk about next, right? How to, how to keep trusting people. I don't trust people at all. But you know what? I'm willing to try to trust people. I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt. And I let people show me who they are. That's what you got to do. You got to let them show you who they are because they're going to lie to you for sure. But that's where they operate from. You have to be a trusting, a loving, open person. And if people learn to exploit that, you stay the fuck away from those people because these are not people that are good for you. And I think we've all got people in our lives that take advantage of our kindness. But there's nothing wrong with recognizing that you're the one operating from the kindness, not them. That goes back to the deprogramming. Uh, resist the group thing. Learn to think for yourself. Don't be so humble that you let other people walk over you. It is not a bad thing that you put your foot down and say, I refuse to be abused. But very few people do that. So how does that tie into keeping the trust in people? You've got to learn to work with people. That's what I was trying to, that's what I was trying to say earlier at the start of the show with uh, working in pride and ego. And what are you trying to prove to people? I never really try to like 
when I get, that's why I get frustrated sometimes whenever I get up here and I like, and I lose the focus is because I'm not sitting up over here trying to, try, trying to be something else. I'm trying to literally calm myself down to explain all these other things that are going on instead of being what people expect me to be. Just some random person uh, talking about conspiracies, chasing UFOs, looking for ghosts and things like this. No, there's a practical approach to all the things we discuss. That's what I'm saying. There's, there's social sciences behind it. There's studies behind it. Like there's, there's, there's so much information uh, and so many different things out there that you, 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 you've got to learn to be open, not so aggressive, and compassionate. Um, you know, like I'm, I'm a, I was, I was, I remember, I remember I was on Paul Zeller's Awarepreneur, Awarepreneur's podcast. And he said, EJ, you have a very aggressive uh, take on, on spirituality. And I was like, you know what, Paul, you're right. You're right, Paul. I do have an aggressive take on spirituality because I feel like it's, it's the catering. It's the, it's the, it's the inauthenticity and in how we go about things that, that lets a little bit of deception get in. And if we lie to ourselves, that's, that's where it plants the seeds of deception. And that's what I'm saying. Using like living in that authenticity, living in that genuine, that, that genuine classic behavior. Uh, but that's, let me get back to point because how does that tie into trusting people? You cannot let other people dictate to you as to who you are. I think that's why I got like frustrated last week is because I let somebody close to me project onto me what they thought I was instead of standing my ground and saying, I'm glad that you have that crazy perception, but that's not who I am. I still love you. I still trust you. I still believe in you, but I'm sorry. That's where you're operating from. And unfortunately, as you guys saw last week, I let that take hold in me. And I'm telling you this week, you cannot do these things. You have to be aware of them. Get out of that emotional state to begin to seek after these things, to look for the truth, look for the sunshine during the rain. Oosh. So let me move on. I think, I think that's probably why I got a little bit, a little bit congested is because it tied into uh, what I was talking about last week and my inability to talk about these type of topics. Um, and this is j just to kind of switch over because we're going to talk about New Age Christianity versus Biblical, biblical Christianity, pineal gland, astrotheology, spells and curses in the English language, and so much more. Uh, but I think that's why I was having such an issue last week. You guys don't understand like how much mental clarity and focus it like requires to, to get into this mindset. That's why, that's why I was trying to talk about uh, emotional control, self-discipline, self-awareness, Self-respect, not tolerance. You can tolerate a fucking crazy person over there batting at flies and, and chasing all kinds of bats. You can you can tolerate that for sure. But can you respect it? And that's a different that's a different mindset that people don't understand. And so when I'm when I'm trying to tell you that last week I really was not in a good place because I let somebody else I, and I say this the way that I have to, I let someone else disrespect me and I accepted that perception of me that inhibited my ability to access these different states of minds because I was bogged down to their level. And that's what you have to understand. In your seeking of the truth, never let somebody else determine who you are. Always, always come back to you, to your core, and understand what you're doing. Oosh. Fuck haters. Uh, so let's talk about New Age Christianity versus Biblical Christianity. And this is, this is really important because, uh, the way the way that the way that the person had uh, sent this question in is, they said you're teaching New Age Christianity uh, instead of Biblical Christianity, and I think that this is a good point for me to say you're you're right because I came from a very spirit I came from a a a 
a spiritual new age understanding of all these things, and I gradually find myself coming back to biblical Christianity. Uh, people have been paying attention to the Instagram lives that we do. I tell you all the time, I'm getting I'm getting invites to go to church. I'm literally having like fellowship with like people that like we talk about scriptures and all this other stuff. I'm trying to read devotionals every day. I'm trying to study the Bible, but that's because, as I said before, I came from uh, a Baptist upbringing, went into, and you guys got to bear with me because I'm giving you my whole spiritual trail. I went. I came from a Baptist uh, a Baptist Christian upbringing. Traveled, studied uh, theosophy, um, became a brief agnostic, looked at Buddhism, Taoism, fell deep into the hole of New Age of New Age spirituality. Uh, I, I studied a little bit of mysticism when I was in when I was in uh, when I was in Australia. I was with some girls. I practiced some I practiced some magic, some pyromancy. It was crazy. I've talked about that with people before. And as, as I said before, I'm coming back full circle to trying to study the Bible because I see all the crazy things that I was in, the different ways that I was doing things, and none of those things offered me the insight and the truth that I have today. None of them. Yes, it was cool. Yes, it was deep. Yes, I felt like super woke on some other stuff, but it did not offer me the insights that I have today. That's why I, that's why I studied the Bible. Uh, and so to answer that person's question, you're unfortunately right, dude. Like I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I don't, and I don't even want to preach any of this stuff. I think that's the crazy thing. My, my relationship, uh, my relationship with God and my spiritual journey, it's a personal thing nonetheless. But I guess when I get, get to talking about stuff, I have this like Christian undertone and I'm not trying to preach it or talk about it because I don't want to under, I don't want to. I don't want to do those types of things to people. I'm not trying to force my religion on people or my spiritual ways, but that's what I'm saying. I'm coming from a, a, a new age, somewhat Christian perspective on these things, and I find myself studying more of the biblical Christianity. Um, and so that's why, uh, like I, I remember, and I think this is the best way to like encapsulate it. I remember I did like an episode on fellowship and freedom. Which is still going to be this live, which is still going to be live, 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time this Sunday. Hope to catch you guys there. I remember doing an episode on fellowship and freedom, and uh, we had somebody call in, and I forget the verse that it was talking about, but they were talking about how uh, in the Bible it has the breast, it has the, the it has this crystal breastplate where it's filled with all kinds of different crystals. I think it's like the the, the breastplate of judgment, and my my interpretation of it was that you were using different crystals, different jewels to harness like etheric energy so that your mind would be clear whenever you make like a, a, a sound judgments because it tells you that have sound mind, have a sound body and all these other things. Uh, but it's, it's what I do end up finding myself doing is finding these, these weird mystic and occult like interpretations of the Bible because what we're going to be talking about next is astro theology. Uh, things like Jesus Christ being a representation of the sun. I'm a very like, I'm a very like psycho mental, I'm a trippy dude. And so I, 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 I never look at things for what they are. Uh, and when I read the Bible, when I interpret some of these texts, the scriptures, I compare it with other books, other texts. I always, I always, um, I always get a completely different interpretation. I never take things for one, for, for, for what they are. Um, and so that ties into astrotheology. As I said before, people thinking that Jesus Christ is a representation of the Son and that he is not an actual person himself. And so that 
if you want the truth, that opens up a whole can of worms that I don't think we should do on this transmission. Uh, I just kind of wanted to put that pin in there real quick. Speaking on New Age Christianity, uh, Biblical Christianity, Astrotheology. Yeah, right right there, Kidneyo, 94, a psychonaut. I, I, why would you call yourself a psycho? Because clearly I'm not normal by any means, and I would think that I am a psychonaut. Um, and this is why I, I titled the four-part series that we did with Adam Nix and J.C. Abbott of the Wayfinder podcast, Journeys of the Psychonauts, parts one through four. I recommend you guys go listen to it. You get a good understanding as to who I am, why I view psychedelics, spirituality, religion, and so much more in the way that I do. Um, <laughs> yeah, geez, good gosh. Uh, this stuff is crazy because now we're going to be talking about the pineal gland. Um, I'm, I'm glad you guys are all fired up. Dope Famine said, why would you call yourself a psycho? And I think that's the best way to describe it um, is because I literally overdosed on red pills I think that's the best way to say it. I literally just like overdosed on red pills and never came out of the rabbit holes. Um, because now we're going to be talking about the pineal gland, spells and curses in the English language. You know, one of the questions I remember, uh, one of the, yeah, Jorge Astro 96 says that spiritual realm is no joke. Uh, I remember one of the questions I got was, one of the questions I got for an Instagram live a while back was, you know, how do you open your pineal gland? And I think everybody kind of comes into uh, this being woke phenomena or the trip down the down the rabbit hole or whatever. They come into contact with the pineal gland, you know, your third eye. Um, and this is why when you stare at light or when you stare at fires, you know, you, you, you just kind of get entranced because there's a whole nother eye. It talks about this also in the Bhagavad Gita. Um, and, 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 and what's crazy too oh god oh dude oh man I forget what his name is but there's an old school there's some tapes over there on YouTube that you guys can go find of this old school like preacher dude I, uh, it, it's like Bill something or rather dude but he does a great job in breaking down how in the Bible it talks about the third eye as well and how like that's that's the gate of light and that's like the perception that you need god uh I think it's Bill Donahue. There it is. Go look it up. Go look up Bill Donahue. I don't know which uh, which which uh, which presentation it was, but he broke down how in the Bible different scriptures, and this is why like I, I, I go over it in the way that I do. He talks about your your eye, your third eye, literally needing light in order to communicate with God. You know, we've talked about this time and time again uh, on the show as well. How you how how your body communicates through biophotons and how you literally learn new information through the light. And so how does that tie into the pineal gland? <laughs> the plants are thriving, he knows. Bill Donahue, how does that tie into the pineal gland? Because that is something that is resonant in you. That's why they put the fluoride in the water. That's why they put the, um, <laughs> and I think this is the best way for me to explain it. That's why they put the aluminum in the vaccines. That's why they spray the aluminum in the sky. Because think about it, what happens when you put aluminum in a microwave, right? The thing just explodes. That's why they're trying to put so much aluminum in everything so that when they turn on the 5G, the microwaves, boom, shit explodes. But your brain is directly connected to light. Your pineal gland is, the, is, is, is essentially the transceiver for all of this other es esoteric, otherworldly energy that's out there. But if it's like literally bogged down, decalcified, and turned to stone because of your inability to take care of yourself and be aware of the different dimensions that you operate in, 
then congratulations, you played yourself and they won. You see? And so that's why, to tie all this into the New Age Christianity versus the Biblical Christianity, that's why I say these things in the way that I do. I study the Bible, but I also read scientific studies. What do you want me to say? And so I have to, I have to mesh all that together. Uh, but let's, let's get into spells and curses in the English language. Uh, because in the Bible it also talks about staying away from soothsayers, staying away from fortune tellers, staying away from people that practice uh, uh, occultism, people that, that work with, that do some dark stuff. It says stay away from those people because of what they harbor. Uh, you guys may have noticed that, uh, you guys may have noticed that I posted about these witches, these witches that bind Trump, uh, casting their, their, their most recent spell. And the reason I say this is because this is their, this, this is their most recent spell. I have been, <laughs> the same way I've been following these Satanists and the Luciferians for essentially the entire time that we've had the podcast on the page is the same way that I've been noticing the organized occult operations of such things of witches, of warlocks, and of these other occult, uh, of these occult practitioners. You, you may have noticed just the other day I posted about these witches that bind Trump casting their most re recent spell. They've been doing this publicly since 2016. You can find some of these places or some of these posts on my Instagram TV. I remember putting it there. Uh, <laughs> why is this crazy? Because you, you, <laughs> I spent the first half of this, this episode talking about Extinction Rebellion, weaponized environmentalists acting as activists and carrying out extremist acts, right? Imagine a weaponized, spiritual, occult, magic-oriented movement. This is hashtag magic resistance. Somebody, I wish you guys could put it there, but put in a hashtag occult world and hashtag magic resistance. These are These are... These are hashtag archives that I've made. To sh I've tried to remember to put up underneath every single time these guys show their face. You also may have noticed that just the other week there was a a a a, a display called the Ouijazilla, or Ouijilla, or no, the Ouijazilla. Yeah, the world's largest Ouija board. Now, why am I talking about all these different examples of occultism and occult activity? Whenever the question is spells and spells and curses in the English language, I'm getting to it. Just give me a second. Again, uh, you, you also may have noticed that I posted about the Satanic Temple opening up a new headquarters in Salem, Massachusetts. F uh, uh, go back a few years ago, they had a program called After School Satan. And this is after they started erecting all kinds of different Satanic Temples across the entire country. And the reason I'm really trying to give you guys a background before I jump into this is because regardless of whether or not you believe these things, Regardless of if you even believe there are witches, warlocks, uh, occultists, any of these types of things, they're out there doing these things. And they're getting stronger. The same way that Extinction Rebellion is getting stronger, the same way that Antifa is getting stronger, the same way that the Satanic Temple is getting stronger, and the same way that Patriots and Americans are getting weaker. Keep that in mind. Now, why are we talking about this in the New Age Christianity versus the Biblical Christianity segment? Because all of those occultists, all of those witches, all of those warlocks, all of those Satanists, all of those Luciferians, all of those occultists, all of those people know the Bible better than me. They know who they, they, they're not lying to you. They have aligned themselves. They, they, are, they are comfortable with who they are, what they're doing, and the things they are carrying out. You still have reservations. I'm still hesitant. 
These people are not. They are committed in their faith and in their understanding and in their practicing of these things. And that's what you have to be careful for. So let's get into the question of spells and curses in the English language. Um, I don't know them. <laughs> that, that, that's the simplest way to say it. I don't know them. I could say curse words like, you know, the S word, F word, you know, all these other things. But I think that there are real actual spells and curse, curse words that are literally designed to, to inflict different types of states on you. Now, I, and, I, and I say that because that's, that's literally my ignorance. I don't know the spells and the things and the incantations they're doing. I don't sit up over here and practice these things. I don't try to learn different ways of, of working in the occult to inflict my, my will on other people. I don't learn these things. But because that's, that's part of the darkness that I don't understand, you have to be aware of it. Because there are people that can practice these things on you. They can put hexes on you. They can put spells on you. But, and, 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 and part of it, too, is believing it. So be, be very cautious. Um, like out here, and I really have to stop telling people like where I'm, where I'm located because the world's getting pretty crazy these days. But out here in New Mexico, you know, we have male wolf, right? And I, and I explained to you guys briefly earlier my whole little spiritual journey and where I'm coming today. Uh, right there, Severin Liberal Arts says words are literally power. Precisely, um, I wanted to have, I wanted to have. I'll say this and get back to the story. I wanted to have Jay of Truth Is Our Religion on the show to talk about spells, word magic, and the power of the voice. Uh, so go troll him and tell him to come on the show so we can talk about that. I love you, Jay. Um, and out here in New Mexico, we have we have, we have Meow Wolf, and I told you guys before my my whole spiritual journey about how I've come full circle. But out here, you know, in New Mexico, we have like a very, very, we have like a very, very casual approach towards spirituality and towards like God and towards the divine. Uh, and, and what I also, what, what, I'm, what I'm trying to say is like, dude, there are witches and wizards and stuff out here. Um, hey, um, like even whenever, even whenever I was at my, my protest, not even a protest, Whenever I was at my flag wave in March and they called me the fascist, you know, they had witches across the aisle with a little sign saying hex, hex a fascist. And if you guys watched the Instagram story, whenever I was doing it, I showed you like, hey, look at that. They got a hex a fascist sign over there, which means and it proves to me that, that within these protests, that some of these people are operating in Satanism and in witchcraft and they are trying to inflict their will. And so that's very that that to me is very alarming uh so not only and, and I, don't, I need to get away from this to stop being political and stand like the occult but not only are we having people trying to shout you down shouting obscenities weaponizing and legalizing lunacy but you also have people dabbling in the occult to make sure they cover literally every basis and so i think to just kind of put a put a part on this and then move into freemasonry flat earth project blue gleam and the false flag alien invasion and stuff like that to put, a, to put a pin on that, people have to really understand that uh, while we're, like, what's a better way to say this? We know George Soros funds, uh, Antifa, Indivisible, Black Lives Matter, uh, Greta Thunberg, and all these other people, right? And then we have, the, we have the, the, the shock troops and the foot soldiers go out there and carry out these types of acts. It's the same thing with these occultists. Like, somebody is funding them. Somebody is organizing them. Somebody is weaponizing them and saying, hey, here's the money. 
here's the structure, go out there and communicate with the people. The same way we're seeing it with the drag queen story time and all this pedophilic nonsense, somebody is organizing all these people who practice occult stuff to do things in the background to make sure that they get certain people on, on board. And I say this because, and this comes back to like the, the respect and the tolerance thing, and you, you can even say like religious freedom and, and, thing, and things of this nature, but our, our, our general, our, our general status quo has dropped. And this is why I talk about the degradation, the degeneration, uh, the, 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 the death cult that we find ourselves in, this, uh, this love affair with negativity, with the abyss, all of this stuff, it comes from that. This is why you don't really have people truly pushing what, what true, truly pushing like love, positivity, light, discipline, self-freedom and things like this. You have them pushing some weird inverted version of it. And so I just want to just inject that real quick, guys. Just, 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 just really be careful and cautious of this. Um, and so now we're going to switch gears talking about Freemasonry, ironically enough. Freemasonry, Flat Earth, Project Bluebeam, the false flag alien invasion, and the secret space program. You know, one of the reasons I wanted to cover this, like after talking about Christianity, biblical Christianity, the new age, spells, occultists, and stuff like this as well, is because within Freemasonry, you have all of those things. I'm going to scroll up on the comments, so I'm sorry if I mess up on the on the camera. I don't know why I got stuck there. I wanted to see you guys' camera or your, your your comments, but um, boop boop boop. You know, and I probably shouldn't say this because I know somebody's going to interpret it the wrong way. Uh, I cannot tell you how many people who have been Freemasons, even here in New Mexico, that have been trying to get me. To join them, I am saying that I have had people within Freemasonry reach out to me, say, "Hey, come join us, come come join Freemasonry. You're gonna love it here." I've had people say, "Hey, we need good Christian brothers like yourself to come join Freemasonry because we've been infiltrated by Satanists. We have we need good Christian brothers like yourself to come join our ranks because we have people within Freemasonry who have joined us." and are taking the occult knowledge and weaponizing it against us. And now their ranks within Freemasonry are growing. And so we need people like you to come join us. And I'm like, huh, that's wild. So not only are you telling me that there's a war within Freemasonry, but you're telling me the Satanists are winning. That's crazy. Um, that's wild. And so I think I'll just, I think I'll just kind of stand for myself. You get what I'm saying? So I think I, I, I have to preface it that way. The reason I had to put that at the tail end of spells, curses, Christianity, New Age, and all this other stuff is because there are people within Freemasonry who are who are doing all that. And so who are the Freemasons? You know, oh, oh, like do the Illuminati eye thing. Oh, oh, Illuminati confirmed. You see what I'm saying? Freemasons are a very real threat. I will not. I will not lie. There are people within like Instagram Live. There's or not Instagram Live. There are people on Instagram, social media, uh, news personalities, and so much more that are Freemasons. These are the people in the background controlling things. Uh, I wouldn't say they're the deep state, but I would say there are people that are part of the Freemasonry and part of the deep state. These are controlling people in the background. There's an American sect of Freemasonry. There's also a European sect of Freemasonry, uh, and then I don't I don't know about 
I don't know about I don't know about anything anything else. Um, I don't I don't really know about Freemasonry. If 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 you, if you really want the truth, because I don't really like 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 I would like I'll put it to you this way. I'll put it to you this way. I was at the gym the other day, and this guy, <laughs> this guy, this ex special forces, uh, this ex special forces philanthropist that raised money for 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 hospitals he was a shriner and we were talking about fundraising things and it was the craziest thing because we just got in this crazy old discussion about like how how our generation the millennials are just like over here on some crazy shit and how you can't hire anybody and i don't know if that was i don't know if that was him trying to recruit me but you know my whole my whole thought process behind like shriners are they're jokers. They're the clowns. You know, like they're like the they're like the minstrels, right? The jokes on us, though. That's why they always they all they has that's why they have all these fundraisers. That's why they do all these things. But the jokes really on us. And so Freemasonry is definitely something I think people should care should look into. Something they should be cautious of. And I'm sure you know we have Freemasons that follow us. They have people that talk to me trying to recruit me. I'm, I'm sure I'm going to have people saying, "Hey, you misrepresented Freemasonry whenever you did your Instagram live." It's because some levels of them are, 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 as I said before, with all these other protest groups, Extinction Rebellion, uh, the occultists, you know, all these other things. There's levels to Freemasonry. Uh, there's levels to, the sh to, to, sh to being a Shriner. And there are some people that aren't really at the 33-degree the, the level who don't really know that they worship Lucifer the Lightbringer. They don't understand Morals and Dogma uh, by Albert Pike. They're part of that whole charity part of the organization to where they're front end, they're not back end. You see what I'm saying? Like, I had, <laughs> I'm, t I'm just, I'm just telling you guys, you know, I'm, re I'm really just telling you guys like what it is, like what's happened to me and the Freemasons that I've experienced in my life. Good Lord, I had, um, because I was trying, I was trying to do business, and I, and I reached out to this one guy, and I found out that he was an actual Freemason, that he had sent his kids to the Dimole, which is like a child version, a childlike version of joining the Freemasonry. But he was saying, like, I want to be a part of the, the Mexican or the Southern region of Freemasonry because they actually get into the occult aspects of it. And so he was beginning to explain to me the difference between, um, between, uh, between Scottish Rite and York Rite. And then again, how there are other people within the Freemason organization who are doing different things with it. And I guess there's Southern, uh, South American and Mexican parts of Freemasonry that are really, really parts that, 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 that do like the sacrificial, uh, the sacrificial stuff of it. They do the whole dressing in the robes. They do the whole, uh, getting, getting the virgin thing, man. And it, it, that's the crazy thing is some of these people will tell you stuff, but they can't tell you things. You have to learn to read in between the lines of what they're saying. And so I'm just, I'm just giving you guys what I'm being told, not what I'm experiencing because I'm not trying to get, I'm not trying to come home with any of these spiritually transmitted demons. You get me? So <laughs> that's, that's, that's my take on Freemasonry. Uh, just be careful of them because there are probably some people that you know that are Freemasons that, that, that are doing things and just like every other organization, there's the ground level, mid level, higher level tier people, and just be just be careful. Uh, Jorge Astro ninety six says, "Don't trust the Santa Muerte." Yeah, you know. Again, I'm out here in New Mexico. I could tell you a, a lot of crazy stuff that's going on here. 
there's cartels, there's Hell's Angels, there's Santa Muerte, you know, there's MS MS thirteen. There's 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 a lot of stuff here. And it's alright, you know, you just you notice these things. And so that refines you into who you are, uh, and what you don't uh what you don't allow. Yeah. Oh man, I, I there's Hanzo seventy four says that my dad's a Freemason. Yeah, there's a lot of legacy stuff that goes on with that as well, so I, I, if, if you guys want me to speak more on Freemasonry, the next time I ask the questions of topics to discuss in our next transmission, keep pushing Freemasonry because apparently I know more than I think and I'll, I'll just give you the data dump. Um, but let's move on. The, the, I think everybody understands that the Freemasons, the Illuminati, they're part of this whole elite controlling class. Uh, and I, and I tongue in cheek say that these days with the technocrats, with social media, right, we are, we're seeing a whole new, new, a lot, a whole new, new, a lot, uh, good Lord, a whole new, new Illuminati, wow, being erected in front of us with the censoring of information, uh, with the, with the controlling of public perception. This is the new, new, alum, ah, new, new Illuminati through Fedbook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, Snapchat, and all these other social media platforms, this is how you can, this is how you get your information. That's why we talked about how to deprogram yourself at the start. This information that we're all ex being exposed to, it's, it's, it's meant to demoralize us. It's meant to make us feel obsolete. I'd say all the time, or I used to say all the time, that we use their tools of enslavement, this box, we use these tools of enslavement as tools of enlightenment. And who puts that information on there? Right? Who watches the Watchmen? So let's get into Flat Earth, Project Bluebeam, the false flag alien invasion, and things like the secret space program. Um, I'm not wearing. I'm not wearing my Flat Earth, or I'm not wearing my Space Force T-shirt this time. And the reason I say this, including it into the Freemasonry aspect of this, of this the Freemasonry aspect of this segment, is because if you study some of their like pictures. And it's like they got like the four pillars, right? Their symbolism and things like that. If you if you study the four pillars and all their symbolism, it shows you that like we are living on a flat earth. And so I'm reluctant to even say that stuff because I believe in like other dimensions and higher realms of existence and outer space and all this other stuff. But Freemasons are taught the same way the Christians are taught uh, that we live in a flat earth, that we live in a dome and stuff like that. And so that's... Uh, I'm not trying to sound like a flat earther or any of this type of stuff here, but when you look at it, or whenever you ask yourself, you know, what all this is going, like, what, what, what's all going on with this? Why are we being lied to? Um, because I also remember asking Jay of Truth is Our Religion, what's the whole point of uh, lying to us about the shape of the earth? This leads into what we're going to be talking about here next, uh, Project Bluebeam, a false flag alien invasion. If you think that you're hurtling through space at a million different miles a minute, right? Everything's an accident, everything's random. But whenever they roll out these aliens to you, you're gonna think you're a part of that whole cosmology, right? But if you're aware of like flat earth, Freemasonry, Christianity, the, the greatest deception, aliens being demons, you're not gonna fall for that. That's why, it's, that's why it's always talked about in conjunction with all this stuff is because it's part of the false flag alien invasion. chicken pecked on the window again um right now like we have guitars nova saying earth is flat you know 
And so we have all kinds of people that, 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 that do believe the Earth is flat. We also have people that believe the Earth is a globe uh, and all these other things. This is not, I don't, I'm not going to use this transmission to talk about flat Earth and everything else. If you guys want to talk to me, if you guys want us to have like a, a round two of flat Earth or go into a whole separate discussion on flat Earth, next time I ask the questions, bring up flat Earth. Uh, but in, I, I, I kind of want to encapsulate it with this, you know. This is why whenever, because just before coming on the air, I talked about how Jeff Bezos, Jeff Bezos is launching Blue Origin and working with the military industrial complex who come up with a lunar landing module to get us back to the moon. Some people that say flat earth, all this other stuff, they say we never went to the moon. There's an article in a study that came out just the other day that said that the moon is actually, or what do I say the other day? It's like last year. Why do I say that? They said that the moon is actually like in the Earth's atmosphere. And so, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't really get into all of that stuff because it's, it's, it's setting the stage for what's going to come. Uh, but before coming on to the, to the show, I posted about Jeff Bezos creating Blue Origin to get us back onto the moon. We talked about on the podcast as well this past week, uh, Jeff Bezos as well saying that we need to go to space to save the earth. I broke down for you guys, if you guys listen, uh, transhuman, the transhuman space concept of how the idea of getting us off of the planet is to turn us into the aliens. So here, let me, let me, let me, let me wind this back because I intro this about, uh, about flat earth. Let me intro, let me, let me wind this back from the secret space program, space force and all this other stuff. With, with with Donald Trump announcing the, the sixth branch, the sixth military branch, the Space Force, being a subdivision of the Air Force, this is the soft disclosure of things like the secret space program, of, of black budget projects, of the military industrial complex, of what I would consider that breakaway civilization that has all this access to this advanced technology. The introduction of that. I also spoke about as well uh, Asgardia, which is a space nation, literally designed oh, oh the timer the timer came down god dang it you know what i might do because uh, we'll see how much power we have what i might do gang is come back take a break or, 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 or close this transmission down come back finish off talking about flat earth project blue beam false flag alien invasions and the secret space program as well as targeted individuals uh the little timer just popped down and i'm over here trying to figure out how to get my my thoughts adjusted uh, but I will be adding this to our public podcast feed because I think this one went three times better than the one we did last week. Uh, I will be adding this to our public podcast feed in the second one. Part two will be made available for our exclusive members. Uh, so I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and have to cut this short or at least cut it out because we've already been here for an hour uh, saying thank you guys for tuning into this transmission. If you want to support this operation. Think about becoming a Patreon exclusive member. The link that you see pinned right there, patreon.com forward slash freedom faction. Support the operation because we're totally independent. So it's literally just me here and my engineer, Ra, like on Sunday, like that's it. It's just me. Um, and yeah, listen to the episode that we're going to have with Ezekiel Reyes as well as uh, Carolina Rocha of Architect Goddess. Submit your stories for the paranormal perspective. Um, and I hope to see you guys Sunday. Hope to see you guys Sunday. 
And we're going to be doing a little bit of extra stuff as well. You may have noticed I didn't ask you guys about these topics. We're doing stuff in the background to switch stuff up. Uh, but running out of time, I want to close this short. Say thank you guys for tuning into this. And remember, guys and gals, stay vigilant. Expose lies and share truth. This is Noisera, Freedom Factor.